It's the number one herbicide being used in the world. And it is linked to cancer, infertility, autoimmune, autism, dementia, gluten allergies, and who doesn't have one of the above, especially gluten intolerances, right? So it's really doing a, a lot of damage to our gut microbiome. Welcome to episode 27 of the Anonymous Third Podcast. Today I have health and fitness influencer, Melissa Hansen. Through her coaching consultations and social media groups, Melissa's been able to help over 5,000 people achieve their healthy lifestyle goals. She's not only been able to help thousands get control of their health, but she also lives it herself with a completely plant-based, unprocessed diet. In today's episode, Melissa and I get into overall nutrition and health goals and what pitfalls to avoid. We get into what gut health is and why it has so many repercussions on your overall wellness. We also talk about the importance of a plant-based diet, which doesn't have to be completely meat-free, but rather plant-strong. Melissa has a great way of simplifying what is most important when it comes to what you should be putting into your body. So grab your shoes, get off the couch, go out for a walk, but don't forget your banana and listen to this episode with Melissa Hansen. Hey, Melissa, how are you today? I'm very good. Thank you for inviting me here. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the Not Almost There podcast. So you're a health and wellness coach, and you've helped thousands of people in a variety of ways. Today, I want to cover gut health, nutrition, weight loss, and mindset. But first, I'd love to hear how and why you became so passionate about these topics. I would, this is my favorite subject, so <laughs> it would be my pleasure. I got started probably 20 years ago, right out of high school. I went to school for massage therapy, and I realized a lot of people are dealing with chronic pain because they're not fueling their body right. And we are what we eat, right? So they're eating the wrong foods, feeling like junk, and I could give them a massage, but if they don't switch up what fuel they're putting in the tank, they're not going to feel better long term. So... It's been a journey, and I've grown and learned myself over the years. And the more I learn, the better I feel because we start incorporating these little things. And then once you go into the rabbit hole of the documentaries and the books that are out there for us, it just makes it so much easier, and it enlightens us. So it's a blast. My specialty is simplifying these steps for people because people really get overwhelmed. They hear that they need to be keto. They need to be vegetarian or vegan or paleo and they get overwhelmed and confused and sometimes they just give up and they don't know where to start so what I do is I make it really really simple and I help meet people where they're at and make I mean like overly simple and what's neat today is we have Facebook and we have Instagram and we have these platforms where we can really demonstrate how to live the lifestyle, how to make these simple recipes, and people can follow the journey. So I love it. It's a blast. And like you said, I've been able to help thousands of people and it fills my cup. What's better than helping people feel better, win back their health? You know, it's just awesome. Yeah, totally. What was the documentary that really got you thinking about this? Okay, way old school. I'm talking a long, long time ago, The Gerson Miracle. That was the first one with Charlotte Gerson. And she spoke on how cancer and disease cannot live in an alkaline body. That was a light bulb moment. Like, oh my gosh, I need to be alkaline. One in two men and one in three women will get cancer here in the States. I need to become alkaline. What does that mean? So I started delving really deep. And then, of course, one documentary led to another and then led to this book and that book. So some of the top of my list recommendations would be Forks Over Knives, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, Food Matters, Cowspiracy is good, The Game Changers is great because that's done by a bunch of pro athletes. And... Guys especially don't want to take advice from maybe a skinny vegan, <laughs> but if yeah. they're hearing it from a pro athlete, then it carries more weight. So those are just done really well, and it helps simplify it for us to make us think, hmm, maybe there are some changes I can make to feel better. Yeah, I've seen the, the game changers. I've, I've seen a bunch of those that you mentioned in the game changers. Uh, the, the gentleman that, that wrote that and started it was, uh, I think it was at... MMA athlete, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Or a fighter? Yeah, he defended yes. a lot of it on, on Joe Rogan when there was 
you, you know, there was people trying to refute claims and uh, it, it was a really interesting episode. <laughs> I don't know if you saw I mean, that. I think he did a really good job at it, don't you? He didn't yeah. make it sound like you have to live off Brussels sprouts. He just made it very real. And he, I think what he shared really resonated with a lot of people because he was sharing how his dad had, you know, some health complications and it was rooted in him for a long time. This standard American diet are not even American because they're from a different part of the world, but people are ingrained as to what's healthy. So making this shift can be really hard and really difficult. So I think it was done well. I love it. I recommend that to everyone. Now you mentioned alkaline and I know a lot of people really don't quite understand what that is. Can you unpack mm-hmm. that a bit for me? What is yes. alkaline? So let's simplify that. The fastest way to change your alkalinity or your pH balance in your body is to eat living food, predominantly fruits and veggies. Okay, when we eat real food, we feel real good. When we eat processed foods, we don't feel so good. So eating real food would be a matter of read the ingredients. If it has 14 letters, if it's 14 letters long, it's probably not a great ingredient for us. But if you can recognize the ingredients and it's real food, then it's going to serve us. We really do have to look at food as medicine. And then things that will make us acidic, which brings on disease, will be processed foods, fried foods, animal products, alcohol, and stress. Now, are you going to have some of those things sometimes? Sure. It's balance, right? We're not going to be all or nothing. But if we have too much of the acidic, then that's what brings an imbalance to our body. So we really want to meet people where they are at and help them put in more of the good stuff and really focus on abundance. And then the bad stuff, we'll just have that once in a while as a splurge. What do you recommend as a ratio, someone trying to look at their diet today, let's say, and and you're planning a lunch and dinner, what does that look like? Okay, so first of all, we're going to eat what's in front of us. And what I find is that so many people are so busy that they're making sacrifices for convenience. So first and foremost, let there be healthy options in our house. Fill your refrigerator with your favorite fruits and veggies, veggies and hummus, fresh fruit, Put living foods in your fridge, all right, so that you're not grabbing for the junk. Second of all, pack snacks whenever you leave the house. I cannot emphasize that enough. Even if you're running to Target, we know it's going to turn into a three-hour excursion. Pack snacks, pack hydration so that you're not stopping at the drive-thru, which is what a lot of people end up doing. They're so busy. And that way it makes it easier. So a typical breakfast you know, a smoothie, grab some fruit. Fruit is the original fast food. And the sugar in fruit is not going to hurt you. That's the real energy. That's the sugar your body recognizes as fuel. It's processed white sugar that you want to avoid. So fruit is simple. You can have a big Buddha bowl for lunch, a salad. I mean, a stir fry. There's, there's just no shortages of options. And what I really like to recommend is go on a website such as forksoverknives.com. And you'll find thousands of free recipes that are easy and quick and anyone can make. That makes it simple. I like to put people on a 30-day plan where they're eating clean for 30 days, cutting out the junk, and then watching them really transition to a whole food plant strong diet. I say plant strong because I never want to bully anyone or make them feel intimidated or make them feel like it's mission impossible. I want to really simplify it. So what we like to do is, I have a team of wellness warriors, and what we like to do is help people understand if you put in the good food, you know, for 30 days, it changes your gut microbiome, it changes your palate, it cuts sugar cravings, and then you find yourself reaching for the healthier options. You don't even crave the bad stuff anymore because the good bacteria is higher, the bad bacteria is lower, and you're reaching for the better options. So really having real food in your house, that's step one. Staying hydrated, getting good sleep, and yeah, those are some simple tips that'll keep people on track. Okay, so plan in advance what you know in advance. I say that a lot on the show. Love that. So you're not going to 
You're not going to start your healthy diet if your pantry is full of junk food and food you're addicted to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Then forks over nice, find some recipes that will be easy. Yep. Are there go-to staples that you just have? Like you have the same smoothie every day. Do you mix it up? What's your routine like? Yeah, I switch it up. I have a power shake that's loaded with super greens. And when looking for a power shake or some kind of shake, again, I cannot emphasize this enough. You must read the ingredients. If you can't pronounce it, neither can your body. And those preservatives, excipients, fillers, all that extra junk, it's going to be stored in your fat cells with other ingredients that your body can't pronounce and other toxins. So read the ingredients, make sure you can read them. If it's organic, that's a plus. I always shoot for the organic one, right? And then I might add whatever frozen fruit I can find from Costco. Maybe frozen dragon fruit, frozen banana, blueberries, strawberries. Keep it simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. And that's a way where we can get a tremendous amount of the good stuff in our body. It's It just simplifies our life. Because are we going to eat six huge superfood salads every single day? Probably not. But can we get it in the form of a smoothie? Yes. Will it take a ton of digestion, a ton of energy digesting it? No. A ton of energy (laughs) digesting Mm -hmm. it? No, it makes it really easy and simple for your gut. The less burden we put on our gut, the better. Yeah, I have a smoothie every every morning after I work out. And that's, that's my go-to staple. It's so easy. And you're right. You can have all your fruits and your vegetables and protein and mm-hmm. really anything you want. So I, I highly recommend that just because it's simple. Yeah, or, it's simple. And you know what else, Joe? Our food, and it's to no fault of our own, our food today is just deficient. The soil is depleted and it's not what it used to be. And sadly, Most produce is loaded with pesticides, insecticides, fungicides, herbicides, and that's a lot of toxic overload for our body. So by finding a quality power shake, protein shake, you know, a really good one, and starting your day off with that, it's going to give you a head start. It's going to help release inflammation, bring up the energy, um, bring down the brain fog, and get us off to a good start. When you're talking about vegetables and uh, various produce, what should you watch out for in the store? Like how, how do you know that something's really truly organic and does even organic have pesticides in it? Like how do you navigate the complexity of that? Mm, that's a good one. If you're fortunate enough to have farmer's markets, that's nice because hopefully it's local and you can build a relationship with those farmers. But if you're at the grocery store, of course, your goal or plan of action is to shop the perimeter, shop where the living foods are found. And then you know that little number on the little sticker? When it begins with a nine, that's when it's organic. So shoot for organic whenever it's an option. Might it have some pesticide runoff from the non-organic? It might, but we just got to do the best we can. And honestly, don't beat yourselves up. It's baby steps. It's all about making good decisions whenever we can. Do you ever subscribe to any food delivery services for vegetables or fruits or anything like that? Or know any that you recommend? Yeah, there's one called Imperfect Produce that I get. And they say it's Imperfect Produce, but it's it's perfect. Even yeah, it's if there's a good. little I've, bruise on it. I've had it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. And then... There's an organic nutrition line that I like, and I get a monthly order of all living superfoods. It's dehydrated at a really low temperature. So as as soon as you add water, it's reconstituted living superfood, and it just gives you crazy energy. So there are definitely avenues where you can get a head start on your nutrition, even in food deserts, even in middle America, where it's really hard to find living food. So I know you talk a lot about glyphosate and how that is linked to cancer and Mm -hmm. disease. What are foods you should definitely watch out for that has glyphosate in it? Mm. And and just maybe unpack that first, what glyphosate is. Yes. What I will do is I'll put it, I'll simplify it because a lot of people haven't heard of this word. So what glyphosate is, it's the active ingredient in the famous herbicide Roundup. Now, everybody knows what Roundup is, right? You'll find it at Lowe's, Home Depot. Some places have banned it, but sadly, it's the number one herbicide being used in the world. And it is linked to cancer, infertility, autoimmune, 
autism, dementia, gluten allergies, and who doesn't have one of the above, especially gluten intolerances, right? So it's really doing a, a lot of damage to our gut microbiome. What can you do about it? The thing about glyphosate is it can't be cooked off. It can't be washed off. It's something that is in the majority of Americans. So that's why it's especially important to choose organic when it's an option. Part of the 30-day protocol that I put people on has a gut support product that removes glyphosate, thank goodness. So that's a good thing. There is a solution that gets rid of it. And I have a friend, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and he is a naturopathic oncologist. And he tests everybody on their glyphosate levels. And your audience, too, can get their glyphosate levels checked out with their naturopath. And he said everybody he tests have it or has it in their body, but those who have cancer have skyrocketing levels of it. And he puts them all on the gut support that removes glyphosate. And thankfully, it gets rid of it, and it nourishes the gut, and it repairs the gut. So it's ugly, you know. The, these huge companies, they pay out a ton of money, but it's still a huge money maker. So it's an issue. Yeah. So there's, what f- what foods do you find have it? Or I'm sure there's been tests done. Yeah. So glyphosate, it's also on top of being sprayed on our lawns and to kill weeds, right? Which is what the average one of us would normally do if we didn't know any better. It's also a drying agent for corn, wheat, soy, the grains, and it makes it easier for the, for the farmers. So your best bet is, I, it keeps going back to this, but choosing organic whenever it's an option. Yeah. And what else can we do for the gut? Gosh, there's so much. Cleaning up our diet, number one. Stress. That's something that we don't think about too often. You're like, yeah, stress is part of life. What are you going to do? But here's this crazy joke. You can have a perfect diet and a perfect exercise routine. But if your stress level is high all the time, that's going to create plaque buildup in our arteries. And it can lead to heart disease, even with a perfect diet and a perfect exercise routine. So bringing our stress level down is imperative for helping nourish and repair the gut. And gut health is crucial. That's the center of our immune system, right? Like it's so important to get our gut in order. So bringing the stress level down is really, really imperative. What are some things off the top of your head that you do to bring your stress level down? Because it involves self-care. We have to be proactive on our end. You run. Yeah, exercise, breathing, uh, not taking things too seriously. You have to laugh things off and can't let them absorb you. Mm -hmm. Um, And really trying to plan my day in advance too, believe it or not. Like starting off the morning, playing offense, getting ahead of the day, not letting it control me. Because if if you feel like you're behind, just think about anything in life that you're behind and you're trying to catch up. Are you going to have more stress or less stress? You're going to have more stress. So you're chasing all day long. And then other people are controlling you. You don't know what's happening. You're setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I 100% agree. You said planning. That is so crucial. Failing to plan is planning to fail, right? Having a plan of action. Where do we start? In the morning, attitude of gratitude. Don't grab your phone first thing in the morning. Don't check your emails first thing in the morning. Have some lemon water, for goodness sake. Don't we deserve a couple of minutes of self-care? So in the first thing in the morning, practice an attitude of gratitude. What are we grateful for? Take a couple of minutes. And then spend five to 10 minutes stretching. Again, don't we deserve five to 10 minutes just for some self-care? Stretch. Is your lower back in pain all the time? Your hamstrings are probably so tight from sitting in a chair all day long, from driving all day long. So take that time to hydrate, focus on what you're grateful for, focus on what you would like your life to look like, focus on the feelings that that would bring you, and watch how that reshapes and redirects your life. We can literally manifest a better life for ourselves if we focus on what we're grateful for and we focus on what we want. You know the saying, where focus goes, energy flows. Really choosing what we focus on is so important. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. When you are dealing with your clients or, or folks that you put on this program I know you're seeing themes of people that succeed 
and people fail. What are those themes that people are doing right that these Mm -hmm. succeed? So those that really plug in and are consistent. There's actually three steps. I wrote up my notes here that really helps people stay on track. Okay. Plan of action, consistency, and accountability partners. When you have a plan of action, you have direction. It's like a roadmap to get to your goal, right? So I have a 30-day reset, and I'm not the only one. There's no shortages of programs that you can find on YouTube, online, Google One. You know, everybody has a plan of action for you to follow. Find one that works for you. The one that I offer, I make it simple because I like to really take the titles out of it And I like to help people focus on really eating real food and nourishing themselves. Truly looking at food as medicine. We are what we eat. All right. And then consistency. When you stay on this program and you make sure that the majority of your food is plant strong, it doesn't all have to be, but the majority, the the biggest part of your plate is vegetables. Then you'll have better results. And then, of course, accountability partners. When your spouse is doing it with you, right? it's so much easier and it's so much more fun. When your friends are doing it with you, it's so much easier. How tough is it to be at a barbecue when they're all making bad decisions and you're like, lonely old me in the corner. (laughs) But when you find a group that you vibe with and you either get on a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group or just find some accountability partners, I have one. And anyone who just wants to feel better, who wants to have a community of like-minded people who want to feel better and make a decision, I invite them. Come join our Facebook group. Share your simple recipes that are working for you. Share how you dropped that weight and how your post-nasal drip went away and how your chronic fatigue is gone. Share that because that's motivating and it brings up the vibes and everybody in that group is doing so good. I have to share actually a cool story with you. We have four members in that group who have released over 130 pounds each and they've kept it off. Wow, that's so amazing. amazing. And some of them even had lap band before, but it didn't. Over what period of time? Oh, about a year, about a year. And they understand that weight didn't come on that's overnight. Great. It's not going to go away overnight. It's a true lifestyle right. shift that had to be made. And that's the difference of why this program works rather than surgery because with surgery many of them aren't making lifestyle changes so they go back to their old habits whereas this they're making a lifestyle change they have community and they have support and so that's why consistently they're dropping 15 20 25 pounds sometimes 30 pounds a month depending on how much they need to release on their journey we have one member he lives in texas he released 165 pounds and he says when i look back at pictures i don't even know how i kept up with my son i don't know how i had the energy to hang in there and he said more importantly than the weight is my shoulder feels better my lower back feels better my knees feel alive again there's so many non-scale victories that we got to look at as well when getting this plan of action staying consistent and finding a community where you have the support to stay on track. So many people are hurting. I can't tell you, Joe, how many people are dealing with, for sure, excess weight, especially from a year of being in quarantine. Yeah. When I ask people, how much are you looking to release in your weight loss journey? The most common answer is 30 pounds. I need to let go of 30 pounds. And when I say, are you looking for gut support, hormone balance, or weight loss? Always all of the above. Everyone. Their liver's overburdened, their gut's a hot mess. And going back to gut health, like we spoke earlier, the importance of it, your gut controls so much. If you're dealing with anxiety and depression, your gut's inflamed. If you have eczema, psoriasis, your gut's a hot mess. If you have autoimmune issues, your gut is compromised. We have to hone in and nourish the gut. If we want the quality of our life to improve, they used to say that the gut is the second brain. Some experts are saying it's the first brain because there's so much matter in the gut that is controlling our actions, our mood, our life, our immune system, everything, you know? What about things like fasting? Do you recommend that? Okay. So yeah, for some people, for most that reach out to me, it's a little bit too intense and they're not prepared for the detox symptoms of the headache, the exhaustion, the mood swings, (laughs) prepare yourself. Does it work? I mean, absolutely. I heard this cool analogy. If you had to stay warm and you were burning 
furniture in your house to keep warm, first you would burn the crappy furniture and you would keep the good furniture, right? For last. So when your body is in a fast, it's going to burn all the crappy cells, all the junk. And then you have like this, this mental clarity and this energy that comes out of nowhere and you feel human and alive again and better than you've ever felt. But you do have to go through some gnarly detox symptoms to get there. So does fasting work? Yeah. I mean, watch Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, where he went on that, Joe, right? That was his name. He went on that juice fast for, I think, 30 days. And he helped so many people do the same. But it's good to do once in a while, I would say, if you're up for the challenge. But it is a challenge. And are people going to make fasting a lifestyle? Maybe not. What we should make a lifestyle is eating clean and eating real food. That's the most simplified version for long-term results. For your success stories, how much of their success is dependent on a caloric deficit versus changing what they eat in their gut? Okay. So I do like to emphasize that we don't have to count our calories during this journey. If you're working out, you're going to add 300 calories for every 30 minutes of intense workouts because you don't want to go into starvation mode. But if you focus really more importantly on the calories, but you focus on eating plant strong, a whole food plant strong diet for the most part, it's so high in nutrition, high in fiber and low in calories that you're going to get full way before you have a chance to overeat. So not overly emphasizing the calories and turning your food into a math equation, but just looking at what you're eating, making sure that it's real. So the, the plan that I put people on, yes, there is a calorie deficit because this involves two meal replacements a day. Protein, that has a 99% absorption rate. Gut support, because the gut is so crucial of a component. And then the power shake with all the living organic ingredients. And it's only 140 calories, which is quite low. So there is a deficit there. And that helps them to shed the majority of that excess inflammation, serious inches in the midsection. But then moving forward on their maintenance plan, they're only doing one meal replacement a day. And they're just eating a a whole food plant strong diet. Are they going to splurge once in a while? Sure. But for the most part, they're eating a plant strong diet. And that is really what I have found brings the biggest results for thousands of people in our group. I have grown men that have been eating fast food for years and they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I look at a greasy fast food burger and it makes my stomach turn before I would crave that. So it's pretty impressive to see how quickly our body responds when you put the right stuff in it and you take out the rest, take out the junk. And again, helping people focus on abundance rather than scarcity. I never tell people, you can't have that. Oh, you can't have that. No, that's on your no list. What happens when you're told you can't have something? Right, you want it more. (laughs) Exactly, you desperately want it and think you need it. But when you say, sure, you know what, you can have that if you want, but you'll have better results if you stick to this. Then it's their choice. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that. It's more effective. And... You had mentioned before the the doctors or um, natural medicine doctors that can measure glyphosate mm-hmm. and I'm sure a bunch of other things that you don't get regularly right. tested. Where can people find those doctors if you're listening to this anywhere in the world? You're really going to have to look for a naturopathic doctor, a holistic doctor. And some people think, ooh, oh, holistic, that's woo-woo. No, not really. Holistic simply means you're treating the whole body. Okay, everything's connected rather than just this issue or just that issue or just the knee doctor or just the gastroenterologist or just, but holistically is the whole entire body. So asking them to check your glyphosate levels and to see what's going on and check your hormones and then do a program for 30 days and going back and seeing what your body, how quickly it responds is very empowering, really, really empowering. Yeah, I I personally love to, this is going to sound weird, but I love to get my blood checked before I do something and then I'll check it after. And even when I tried keto a couple of years ago, I I was literally like poking myself and testing my blood six times a day. I mean, the, 
Just a you little bit. You were slightly correct? obsessed, yeah. a little bit. I was slightly obsessed, <laughs> but then I would chart it out because what the whole thing with keto is you have to be in ketosis for right. it to really work and get the benefits. And the issue that I see a lot, and I've talked about this a number of times on the show, is like people never get in ketosis, but they're doing keto. So what, what are you really doing? You just have a kind of a bad diet at that point. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure I'm in, I'm in ketosis. And what I didn't realize initially is like, eating something too lean can kick you out, like a lean chicken breast, which you think that's good and that's healthy. Well, when you're mixing it up with all the other stuff that you're eating, it actually won't, it'll kick you out of ketosis. You won't be in it. And then essentially you're not getting that benefit. So therefore I was like literally checking my blood six times a day to see how it would, it would change. And then that way I knew what to model and what to eat. But you know, I, I had success, but it wasn't sustainable for me personally. Mm -hmm. I know people, Mm -hmm are on it for, you know, there's a lot of people that can be on it forever, um, I suppose. But for me, it was, it, it was, uh, it was too difficult. Yeah. My good friend, Angie Sadegi, she's a gastroenterologist doctor in Newport, California. And she said that when people go on keto long-term, it can set them up for type two diabetes. So being selective with how you do keto is very important. Are eggs and bacon going to be your go-to on keto long-term? probably not going to have great results. Really, that's where common sense comes in. You right. honestly, you can be in a state of ketosis on a plant-based diet, believe it or not. So yeah. again, taking the titles out of it helps people. It helps them stay on track and make better choices because it's so much more about balance than any specific diet, if you will. But I agree with you. It is neat to see your before and after. We have so many people on our program And again, the program is simple, cut out the junk, add in the good. And they'll go back to their doctor and they'll say, what you're, whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Your, your blood pressure is perfect. Your cholesterol is perfect. You no longer need this medication, that medication. And how empowering is that to get off meds that people thought that they had to be on for a lifetime? It's like winning your health back. Yeah, right on. And we'll link in the show notes to your profile where they can find more about your specific program. What I see, and I like your plan of action, consistency, accountability partners, the accountability partner plan of action or part in your plan of action is so crucial and key. Mm -hmm. Accountability partners will sometimes make the difference between you succeeding and failing. I completely, completely agree. Yeah. If you have someone constantly going against you, especially if you're in the same household, it's just mm-hmm. tough. And, and the, really pe- the path of least resistance mm-hmm. is sometimes the, the easiest. One of the things that I do too, to, uh, to not tempt myself is I avoid certain situations. Like an example might be if I know someone's having a party mm-hmm. and let's just say I just saw those people. There's obviously a million reasons to go meet people up and you shouldn't sacrifice things. But you know, if I'm going to my neighbors every weekend and for 30 days I want to follow a stricter diet, I might not go there. Why? Well, because when I go there, what do we do? Like we might be drinking, we might eat poorly, just avoid it. <laughs> just avoid mm-hmm. it for 30 days and then you won't be tempted to do something like that and, mm-hmm. and take you off track. That is so cool. Oh my gosh, I could not agree more. They say that we are a measure or a mix of the top five people we surround ourselves with, right? So... If we're trying to stop drinking so much, are you going to hang out with a bunch of alcoholics? (laughs) Probably not to your benefit. If you're trying to eat healthy, this is part of the mindset work that I do with people. I'll tell them, don't go to a party and say, yeah, I want to diet. Come on, don't do that. You're setting yourself up for failure. They're going to criticize you. Whatever you say, they're going to bring you down. So, and if you, first and foremost, bring a dish with you. Okay, bring something that you can eat and don't put it on the PA. Oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I can't. You're guilting people. It's not cool. And they're going to project their own, their own insecurities and their own. They're not happy where they're at. So now they're going to put that on you. And there is a whole thing that goes with it. So just bring a dish that you can eat and that you can share with everyone else. And if they're like, you're not eating this, what, you're not having this? Just say, oh, no, thanks. I'm going to pass. It hasn't been agreeing with me lately. Something like that, something simple. You don't have to get into a big debate about how it's not healthy and put them on the defense, you know? So I like that you said that. If you know you're going to be going, if you're trying to eat clean, are you going to go to a place that's going to be loaded with temptation? Maybe not. Maybe pass on that. 
Maybe do something that doesn't involve a bunch of temptation. So I love that. I love that your wife is on board. To have your spouse on board is priceless or your family on board. It's not always the case, sadly. Sometimes we are the only one and the family is not in agreement with your changes. And that's why you need to be very cautious and selective with who you surround yourself with accountability partners. And it doesn't have to be just those in your up and present life. It can be what you're watching on social media, what pages you choose to follow, what YouTubes you choose to watch, what podcasts you listen to. All of that is considered our association and our accountability partners. So yeah, being selective with those who you Surrounding ourselves with those who we want to be like and who motivate us and who inspire us. That's important. Now, Melissa, I know you've, you've had a lot of people that should get help, that should change their life, that need to, mm-hmm. to live a longer life. What, what, is one of the, what is something that stops folks from realizing or from failing on a program to get healthy and mm-hmm. what can, what can you do about it? Cause I'm sure you've had both sides where yeah. someone's reluctant or they say they want to do it, but they just don't. Mm-hmm. And then have you had anyone turn that around and what were those, you know, what were the tips there that someone else can follow that's listening to this, having the same thing they want to change, but they just can't seem to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, if we're talking about trying to inspire our, live, our loved ones, leading by example, don't guilt them. Don't tell them they shouldn't be eating that. They should be eating this. Just live by example, lead by example. And then for those who want to make changes today and they just don't know where to start again, it's baby steps. It's adding in more of the good and cutting out the bad. Uh, it's funny, one of the hardest things for people to give up is dairy. People will say, mm. take my eyes, but not my cheese, not my che- anything but my cheese. So I'll say, okay, can you make a substitute? Can you find a dairy alternative? As far as milk goes, now there's no shortage. I think everybody can meet us on that one. Most people have cut out the milk and they're on to almond milk, coconut milk, whatever the case may be, rice milk. There's so many options, oat milk. But then for the cheese, I'll say, look for different brands of cheese that are non-dairy and see what you find. It's trial and error because honestly, let's be honest, some do taste like plastic, but there are some that are really good. So just look for different options and finding healthier substitutes. That, okay, and I feel like I'm getting off the track of your question. So you asked what can people do? when they want to make changes and they don't know where to start. I think that's, well, let's stay on this for a second though, because Mm -hmm. I do think that is important to think through. Like, so you have a, you have someone that loves pizza like myself, right? If you look at the calories in pizza, they're not good. In fact, (laughs) uh, there's a, there's a bicycle app called Zwift. I don't know if you've heard of Zwift, but it's this virtual biking app and, Basically, it'll show you how many slices of pizza that you can eat oh, no. um, compared to how many calories you've burned. And it's Very like, discouraging. You can, yeah, it, it totally is. Like you can work out for an hour riding a bike and it's like you've earned one eighth of, of a piece of pizza or, mm-hmm. or one eighth of a, of a whole pizza, you know, which is like a slice, right? So it is discouraging, but it just shows you how caloric it is with, uh, with yes. all the cheese and the, and the fat in, yeah, in the right. cheese. It puts things what in is, perspective. Yeah, right on. Like, what is something you can substitute that craving for? Like, I'm, I'm asking for a friend here, which is me. <laughs> asking for a friend, of course. <laughs> Honestly, thank goodness most places are catching on that people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. So you're going to find gluten-free options. You're going to find dairy-free options. You're going to find pizza loaded with veggies rather than ro- loaded with pepperoni. So there are substitutes. You just got to look for them and you got to ask for them. And don't be afraid. You're not going to be that person because you're not alone. Most people do want to feel better. So just look for healthier options. Even at Costco, you're going to find a better option than the greasy stuff at the counter when you're checking out, you know, that line full of dead food that everybody orders at Costco. You can go to the frozen pizza section and find a cauliflower version or a gluten-free version or a dairy-free version. They do exist. It's just, it's, that goes along with tweaking your diet to make better choices. You don't got to cut out pizza altogether. You don't have to cut out cookies altogether. There are better options. Just make sure it's with real ingredients and 
dairy-free ingredients if possible. Dairy is a big culprit for inflammation and autoimmune issues. And the sooner people get rid of it, the faster their body responds. So, so I did notice though, when you're looking at those substitution foods, that, that is when you get into those, you know, 14 letter plus ingredients mm. that you're like, okay, is this even healthier? How do you balance mm-hmm. that? Are fake meats healthy? Come on. They're not healthy. It's, but is pepperoni pizza healthy? No. <laughs> so it's like the right. lesser of two evils and it's something that you do once in a while as a splurge. Got it. Yeah. That's a. Uh... That's a good way to look at it. Okay, so so going back to the original question of how people can really make a change, they want to change, but they just can't seem to get over that hump. Like I have a relative that is around my age, mm-hmm. and I've give I've tried to give him all the tools to to say, okay, Brad, you're going to meet with this person. Oh, I just said his name. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, not Brad, sorry. You. This is for your best. This is for your sorry, benefit. not sorry. So I'm like, okay, here's all the tools. Now you have to actually use them. And he wants to do it. And he's like, oh, I could get in shape in two weeks. I'm like, then get in shape in two weeks. And it's just not happening. What do I tell Brad? But does he really want it? I don't know. You can't want it does. for them. Yeah. That's what I find. Timing is everything, isn't it? So you can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves. Keep doing you when they are ready to make those changes, when they get that scary news from the doctor, he knows where to go to. And that's you've been what I'm living by example, prevent. you've been consistent. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to prevent though, is like it seems like that's the catalyst for people, right? They have to have a scare. They have to have this huge moment to change their life for the better, but don't get to that point because it's just so much harder. And that's why you do podcasts like this to educate people and empower people because we are what we eat and prevention is everything. Why wait until you get that scary news? But truth be told, a lot of times that is what it's going to take for people to have that light bulb moment and to have the wake up call. I would like to share that since the statistics for cancer are so unbelievably high, I want to let people know or help them understand that it's not a death sentence. It is a wake-up call. There are those that can and do turn their health around. They have to make changes, but they do turn their health around. And I'd like to share the example of my mom, and she gave me this permission. So she has dealt with 25 years of (laughs) chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, Epstein-Barr, Lyme disease, like just diverticulitis, leaky gut. You know, it seems like for those sick people, they get one, they get them all. And she struggled for years with pain, joint pain, neurological issues. She was a hot mess. And two years ago, she found out that she has HER2 positive, very aggressive breast cancer. Super scary. But when I tell you that was the wake-up call to make some serious changes, she has won back her life. And to, next month will be two years ago that she found out she has wow, this. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so grateful for the changes that she has made because that may have been the wake-up call that she needed to make the drastic changes, and she chose to go the holistic route. And again, holistic means treating the whole body, all right? So she completely made a lifestyle shift, doing everything you're supposed to do. She cut out the junk. She will not touch it. She will not touch processed sugar. She will not touch alcohol. Is alcohol bad? No. When you have cancer, yes. When you have cancer, you have to go the extra measure to be really on point. Like, I mean, it's go time. And sometimes people have cancer when they go through a traumatic part of their life and they don't even realize it and then it heals. Like, right? We have cancer sometimes, we don't. There's a death in the family. There's a divorce. Something traumatic happens. Stress is really bad. We can get really sick, but then life balances out. Cancer goes away. But back to my point, she took very drastic measures. She's done everything right, flooding her body with the superfood nutrition, letting go of any emotional junk. Mindset is everything. You cannot hold on to anger and negative feelings when you're on a health journey. And the difference it has made in her is unbelievable. She has a better quality of life now than she has had in the past 25 years. And I'm so proud of her. Uh, That's an amazing story, Melissa. Yeah. I hope your mom listens to this. Yeah. I hope your mom listens to this. That's a 
congratulations. I'm, Thank I'm so you. happy that, yeah, that you helped turn that around. You were a positive influence in her life. Me um, too. I'm so grateful. So, and again, I couldn't have done this if she didn't want to. She's like, oh, heck right. no, I'm not going anywhere. Like you have to have as you have to have that mindset. Like, no, no, cancer is not going to get me. I will get better. And you have to be, you have to be a little bit strict with yourself, but look at the benefits. I mean, your energy is better. Your brain fog is gone. Your sleep is better. You feel human again when you really put major energy into being proactive and doing what your loved ones who are healthy have been helping you do for many years. And those who you've been trying to help, I mean, it's awesome. It's really so cool. Yeah, that is awesome. When, when people get, have, are diagnosed with heart disease or typically, I shouldn't say typically, but a lot of times it's like when they have a heart attack, they have a heart attack and now they have heart disease. It's also happened to a relative of mine. Then they get a wake-up call. They end up going on a better path. And then what happens? Like a year or two later, many of them revert back to old habits. But what I was thinking as you were talking, one way to maybe get in front of this and not have a traumatic event like a heart attack is to get your blood work done. And Mm -hmm. you can go to like a Quest Diagnostics, which is actually right down the street from me. I get like a men's panel that is not that expensive and I'll get that done every, let's say every quarter. Mm-hmm. If you, if you can invest that money into yourself and if you have an HSA, I would almost guarantee that that's covered. You're going to see actual numbers associated mm-hmm. with your, your, with your health. So if the scale is not enough of a wake up call, do that because that's going to give you markers that may scare you enough to start changing your life. Because the next stage to that might be a, a cardiac event. And that's another thing with, um, with heart disease that I think about often. And I was actually on a podcast recently, Cal Fussman's, and he was, he was asking me, like, you know, what would you do to change the health system? And I, I'm like, I'll, there's many things you could do from a policy and regulation standpoint, mm-hmm. and you could get into France versus our healthcare and there's all of that. But aside from all that, it's having your own accountability. And I think when you think about heart disease, thinking about it as like heart cancer, when you hear mm. cancer at the doctor, you're, you're shaken, right? And you, you start to do the things your mom did. When you, when you hear heart disease, like these, your, your blood pressure's high or your heart rate's too high, you don't have that same feeling. Like I need to change this tomorrow. You're going to have that after a heart attack. But that's the kind of stuff that I think even thinking about heart disease as heart cancer Mm -hmm. might be enough for you to start changing because heart disease is, for the most part, a lot more preventable than cancer. Mm -hmm. I, for a long time, heart disease has been the number one killer over cancer. They've been neck and neck for a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here's the cool thing about if there is a cool thing, it, when you find out you have heart disease, guess what doesn't have guess what doesn't have cholesterol in it? Plant based foods. Can you add in more plant based foods and less animal products? You probably should if you get to the point where you have heart disease. And you mentioned a very key point: investing in your health. What better thing to invest in? Without your health, what do you have? Invest in your health today or your sickness tomorrow. It really is a choice. So going back to something less serious, but I know happens often to people is they, they just eat something and it could be even plant-based, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a, a higher FODMAP diet versus low FODMAP. And, and we could expand on that in a second here, but maybe they start to feel bloated or mm-hmm. something's not agreeing with them. How do you how do you rule that out? Is, is there an elimination diet or yeah. just... Yeah. yeah. So when people are dealing with bloating, which again is very common because their gut microbiome is out of whack. Again, whose isn't? Years and years of yeah. antibiotics. Even if they're big meat eaters, they're getting loads of antibiotics that way, which is tearing up their gut. So eating a plant strong diet, but if beans don't agree with you, then lay off of the beans. Whatever doesn't agree with you at this moment, tune into your body. If you're having crazy bloating, there's a reason. Is there a lack of digestive enzymes? Probably, 
Whatever it is that's not agreeing with you, lay off of that and eat the foods that do agree with you and stay away from the fried and the processed foods until you balance out your gut. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, more and more people have SIBO, leaky gut, you know, IBS, but it can be rectified and it should be rectified because our gut health, I mean, that's the... <sighs> It's the most important. It's the most important in our health journey is making sure to focus on that and giving it the attention it needs. So in in your household right now, are you and your significant other on the same journey and how has that affected him? Yeah, you know, I'm so grateful that my husband was raised in his mom is from Canada and a lot of times it just seems like they're more health conscious. I don't know why that is, but yeah. he was raised with a I very healthy up upbringing. They never ate processed foods. They don't know. He never had Lucky Charms. He never had any of the sugary processed junky stuff. And so when nine years ago, we've been married for 10 years, nine years ago, I saw that documentary, The Gerson Miracle. And then the next one and the next one and the next one, I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to cut out the processed foods. We got to cut out the animal products. And we only had meat and whatnot. We'd have like a steak on the weekends for date night. And he was fine with that. But then we realized the less of that we had and the more plant-based we ate, the better we felt. And we love CrossFit and we love working out and we're very active, but we want to feel good all the time, not just some of the time. So he was on board with cutting out the junk. And guess what? His eczema went away. His psoriasis went away. His stomach aches went away because he would have the red meat, but he'd have a stomach ache. So it was a choice. Our body talks to us. And if we just listen to it, we'd make better decisions. So he's on board. I'm grateful to say he's very disciplined and he loves it. He has no, he eats no shortage of food. Anyone who follows me on Instagram will see that he eats a ton, but it's good. It's the good food. It's not the junky stuff. We deserve better. Let's put the proper fuel in our tank. I can't tell you how many people will choose the better gasoline for their car, but not the right gasoline for their body. What's more important. So I know you're into CrossFit. Is there anything else that you're doing to keep you moving or any other exercise you do? I know CrossFit's a lot in itself. Yeah, I know we love CrossFit. My husband loves mountain biking. We live right by the beach. So we walk on the beach at least every morning or every evening. We try to go there once a day just to recharge our batteries. Not everyone has the luxury of being by the ocean though. So for those who can just get outside and walk barefoot just to ground, recharge their batteries, uh, I highly recommend it, but yeah, just being active. It doesn't CrossFit's intense. I love it, but it doesn't have to be something intense. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is intense, but I mean, that's not for yeah. everyone, but as long as we could just move motion is low motion is lotion for our joints. And the more we move, the more our lymphatic system is going to be less stagnant. I like the that. better. Everything's going to work. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, you have some killer pull-ups by the way. I oh, thank you. On, you. On Instagram. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. no, no, that's all kipping. I have, you yeah. know, I swing my way up. It's all technique that we yeah, learned. Yeah, still, it's still, it's still tough though. But yeah, you did an amazing job with that. I want to shift back to mindset for a second because I know, in order to start to embark on a on a fitness journey or a health journey or anything you really need to get your mind in the right place. So we talked about accountability and we talked about a few other things and energy. What are some stress management rituals that you would recommend to reduce stress so people can have a fighting chance at really changing their life in this way? Mm, Okay, so mindset. First and foremost, anything from Dr. Joe Dispenza on YouTube, so much free information, so many podcasts that he has shared through the years that are absolutely priceless. Does he have retreats? Yeah. But I mean, you can get this information for free and he's so generous with with sharing it. So he's like a mindset guru and he talks about how we are radios broadcasting a frequency. So when we switch our mindset to focus on what we actually want and focus on how it makes us feel, that's what we're going to attract into our lives. We're like little magnets and we can pull in good situations and good people and good opportunities or negative stuff. 
So really focusing on what we want rather than what we don't want is so important. And of course, for those taking notes, I love the hour of power from Tony Robbins and Awaken the Giant Within from Tony Robbins. And I've listened to both of them so many times and it just pumps you up, pumps you up. It gives you so many reminders of how we should think and what we shouldn't focus on and what we should focus on. It gives, there's a lot of takeaways in there that anyone, everyone can benefit from. Yeah. And Awaken the Giant Within is older too. I mean, that's. Mm -hmm. But it's timeless, right? And of course his energy is, energy is contagious. And Tony Robbins has the most explosive energy. Yeah. I used to listen to Zig Ziglar all the time too. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know who that is, Uh, but yeah, I used to be in my car. I mean, that these are tapes from the, I don't even know when they were recorded, probably 70s or 80s, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't change. You're right. There's just a lot of timeless mindset, mindset yeah, tips in there. We need it because there's so much junk and there's so much negativity. And what we put in our brain is a choice. What we listen to is a choice. So let's put the right stuff in there because it's going to change our lives for the better. What are some other tools or apps that you have on your phone? Hmm, some other tools or apps. Well, let's say what I don't do. I don't get into the scroll hole of Instagram because it can be such a time suck, Mm -hmm. right? And there's so much propaganda in there right now that can just pull you into a dark place. So find accounts, or what I will do is I will find accounts that inspire me and that motivate me and make me feel good. And Still, I don't allot a lot of time to scroll through. But if you are on Instagram or Facebook, choose accounts that really build you up and that raise your vibes, raise your frequency. That's a real thing. We are energy and we want to keep our vibes up. Other apps, I think. Do you have anything for for diets? Anything for tracking or recipes? No, I mean, the Facebook support group that is anyone's welcome to join that will people will share their simple recipes there. And of course, like I mentioned, forksoverknives.com. That's another free one that has no shortage of simple recipes. Um, minimalist baker keeps it easy with awesome recipes and tips. Mind body green is an awesome website that I love that always has timeless tips. Amber bodily health is an amazing blog that has plenty of tips that helps us be proactive and making good decisions and putting the right fuel in our body. And she simplifies it because most people don't want a really long scientific, scientific technical description of something. They just want it to be easy and something that they can comply with, something that they can easily incorporate into their daily routine. And so Amber's great at that. And then of course I can't help but share my Instagram, my name, Melissa underscore Hanson. I keep that really simple as well. I think the more we simplify things, the more people we're going to get on board, right? When you're making crazy recipes or some crazy fitness routine or something unrealistic or tracking something to the extreme, people are like, Oh, forget it. I'm out of here. I'm out. (laughs) But when we keep it really raw and real, people are like, Oh, okay. Wait, I, I can actually do that. Oh wait, that's easier than I thought. And then they're getting on board. Yeah. And what's, what's crazy about that is on my last episode, I had Alex Hutchinson who wrote this book called Endure. I don't know if you've ever heard of this book, but it's no, not yet. It's really good. And, and he's a scientific uh, sports writer and has been for two decades. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's backed by science. And one of the things that we talked about is the minimal amount of exercise that you need. Mm-hmm. And, and he has studies and, uh, not, not only from him, but for, from many others that show like 10 minutes a day has an enormous benefit on, I believe on it. the body mm-hmm. over time. And people would get 50% yes. gains mm-hmm. or in a year. And, and so if you are listening to this and you feel like this is overwhelming, it's really, it's really not. It's the kiss method to your point. Kim, keep it simple. This isn't, this doesn't need to be overcomplicated. And I, I would also say, you know, check out your Instagram because you do do that. Thank you. Yeah, I do try to keep it really easy and really fun. We make cookies all the time and then people are making them and they're reposting it and it's so fun and it's so contagious. And to piggyback on your point of, what did you write? What did you say exactly? Over time, consistency over all or nothing is everything. You can eat 10 salads in a day. 
what the heck's that going to do, right? In right. one day, you could do a crazy five hour workout in one day and nothing else. But how much better to just eat healthy, like a little bit healthier, right? Each and every day, do a little bit of workouts each and every day. That is what's going to compound. That's what's going to make a lifestyle shift and lifestyle changes long term. So consistency is everything, even baby steps, even little tweaks. Yeah. And I, I personally, and I know this isn't for everyone, but I weigh myself every day, no matter what I did the day before. And sometimes I'm scared to go on the scale. And I'm like, I know it's, I know what's going to happen. But what, why I do that is because when I do follow what I'm supposed to be doing, my plan, when I follow it, then I see the results and I actually see them very, very slightly daily. I mean, nothing mm-hmm. that you would notice, but over time you, you start to, to really realize that and it's helpful because you're creating these streaks. And then what happens, Melissa, is that's how I get through my evening cravings. If I mm. want to have a glass of wine. That's or I your wanna, accountability partner. It's my accountability partner because I know that in the morning is when I'm going to feel the best and really really uh, kind of thank myself for not having done those things. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Jesse Itzler says this a lot too, and he's been on the podcast to say, remember yes. tomorrow, remember tomorrow. So before you do something tonight, remember tomorrow and how are you going to feel in the morning? And that's, that's the best part is stepping on that scale, knowing like, Hey, I was pretty good yesterday. Let's see what mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesse's great. Another thing for consistency is t- noticing how your clothes fit. Clothes don't lie. (laughs) If you can't button those jeans, there's a reason. So what we will do with our members is we'll always tell them, take pictures and measurements before you start your health journey. It's for your own accountability. You don't have to share them with anyone. Just take it for yourself. And after 30 days, when you put that measuring tape around your waist and you can put extra notches in your belt, it's such a good feeling, you know? And sometimes the scale might not move as much as we'd like, but if you're dropping inches, then that's a really great non-scale victory. If your energy is going through the roof, that's a great non-scale victory. Your brain fog is gone. You're sleeping through the night. So seeing the scale move is rewarding, but really looking for all those non-scale victories are wonderful too. Yeah, and and it's amazing just touching on sleep for a second, how important that is. And what I've realized even recently is the difference between six to seven and a half hours is huge. I used to think six, I'm getting six hours, but from a percentage basis, you're not even there. You know, you're, you're giving up so much, you're giving up cycles of sleep mm-hmm. and it's just been a game changer going to bed earlier. You just feel so One different. trillion percent going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. Don't you just have a better quality yeah. of life? Yeah, you do. That is the best. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And when people are dealing with not being able to burn fat, if they can make it a goal to go to get eight hours of sleep, that's when your body is burning fat. That's when it's building muscle. That's when it's balancing the hormones. It's crucial. That's when our body is repairing itself. Give it that time and watch your body start to balance out and let go of the inflammation. Yeah. And it's a really important part. You don't want to do all of this and then get no sleep because that's when you're going to, you're going to burn the fat. You're going to lose the weight. You're going to gain the muscle. It all happens when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't love a good night's sleep? I know. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, uh, I recently re-equipped my room with, uh, the Uller mattress that keeps Mm -hmm. it cool underneath. I put a, an, uh, an air cleaner right by my bed because I have allergies. And mm-hmm. then also also been trying a gravity blanket. And mm-hmm. all three of those things have made a huge dif- difference for me so far. So I'm, I'm, I'm always testing things out. Yeah. Another thing is not being on your phone right before bed, which I know is hard, but not being yeah. on your phone or your iPad or even the TV. And if you do have to, at least turn the blue light off because that does mess with your circadian levels. And so there's that yellowish light you know what i'm talking about on your iphone you oh yeah can, yeah so that helps but not yeah. being on the phone or the ipad right before bed is important if it's possible yeah no right on as we wrap i know we covered a ton what is one thing people can do today one thing people can do today is find an accountability partner somebody that is doing what 
you want to do. Somebody who's where you're at and align yourself with them. Reach out to them. People want to help you and you can get better and you will get better. So find an accountability partner, get a plan of action and just take baby steps towards your goal. It's not going to be overnight. Don't beat yourself up. It's just baby steps. And the support is out there. I love that advice. And as I talked about earlier, it makes the biggest difference. So do that. And if it's not someone in your household, like you were saying, Melissa, simplify it. Find a friend. If you can't find a friend that's you know someone you know very closely, there's a ton of people I'm sure in your group that would you can buddy up with to create accountability. And there's a, there's a million other ways. So don't let that be your limiting factor. Mm-hmm. And then for really simple recipes, quick tips, easy ways to get on track without feeling overwhelmed, follow my Instagram. I share really delicious recipes that anyone can make. A caveman can make these. (laughs) And you'll find those on Melissa underscore Hanson, H-A-N-S-O-N on Instagram. And it's every single day. I just share whatever we're making. It's always different. It's always delicious. You will love it. And reach out to me. I'm happy to help. This is fun. It really fills my cup to be able to help people reach their health and wellness goal. I love it. I can tell that you really do enjoy this. And I would highly recommend following Melissa. She has a ton of great tips. And we'll link to everything that we mentioned today in the show notes. But I can't thank you enough for your time, Melissa. And I hope you have an awesome week. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode. And a huge shout out to Melissa Hansen for being on the show today. I love what you're doing out there, Melissa, and the insights and knowledge that you dropped on the show about how people can live a healthier lifestyle and all the people that you're helping. It's just incredible. Please check out Melissa's Instagram page or website. That is all linked in the show notes. I am so pumped for next week's episode. I have author and ultra runner, Noel Brick, PhD, who talks about his book, The Genius of Athletes. Our conversation was fantastic and I can't wait for you to hear some of his tips so you can start using them in your life and workout regimen instantly. Listen, there's a lot of noise out there in the fitness mindset space, but Noel is the real deal. And I know you will love our conversation as much as I did. So until next week, grab some greens and remember you, me, we are not almost there.